Welcome back to the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate podcast. Today, we're talking about what happens to my parents' house once they pass. Not an easy topic, but let's get into it. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us yet again at the Nitty Gritty Real Estate Podcast. I'm here with Heather Oliboni, and she's the one who uh, keeps the team straight here on the straight and narrow <laughs> um, with all of the crazy topics that we have to cover in real estate. Um, so, you mean the in-house fact checker? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we have to have one. So this is not an easy topic, right? We, it's a super dark topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have an aging baby boomer population, mm-hmm. uh, of which we are children of. Yes. <laughs> We're, we are both millennial in the millennial generation. And historically speaking, baby boomers have gathered a, a massive amount of wealth. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see the largest transfer of wealth to the millennial generation, which I think we'll, we'll see another real estate boom based around that. That's just my opinion. I think so, too. Uh, especially since millennials are late to the buying purchase game of homes. Well, and that's the thing is we can't. Right. Most of us can't afford to purchase a home now. And so we are sadly having to wait until our parents pass to yeah. be able to even see that might be a possibility for us. Yeah. We're lucky enough because we're in the industry. I think we've, mm-hmm. we've made it a more of a priority for ourselves to own a home. So yeah. we're, we are both lucky enough to have bought, especially prior to the pandemic. Absolutely. However, we see, we feel the pain of, we see a lot of our, our friends yeah. and, and, counterparts and whatnot struggling. They're like, we want to buy yeah. at time. We finally saved up enough money to buy. Yeah. And now I still can't afford. Right. <laughs> right. It's, it's ultra frustrating. And especially now, you know, we, we hear baby boomers go like, oh, I had a 12% interest rate. And, but then we're like, uh, it wasn't on like a $350,000 home, Yeah. you know, which is the uh, roughly the average around here. It's a little lower than that now. Right. It's actually 351 is the okay. average. So it's pretty close. Average median-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but but we will see a huge transfer of wealth to the tune of around 68 trillion. So that's the largest wealth transfer in the history of the world, which mm-hmm. is wild to think about. And you have to remember that wealth is not just liquid cash, which is yeah. you hear wealth, and that's the first thing that goes to a lot of people's mind is liquid right. cash. Right. It is houses and cars and boats and anything that has some type of net worth right right yeah it's it's not just liquid cash which sounds great 68 trillion (laughs) is a lot of liquid cash that doesn't even exist on the planet i don't think so (laughs) i mean it grows on trees Uh, right yeah i wish (laughs) uh but anyway i i think uh we're going to begin to have a difficult conversation with our aging parents Knowing the signs, I think, would be important to, like, as as they're aging. And, and we talked about that in the previous podcast with me and Tom. Yeah, exactly. As they're aging, you know, look for those signs to start planting the seed of, hey, you know, mom, dad, mom or dad, mm-hmm. whoever's still around, if they're both still around, let's plant the seed on um, – as they're beginning to age, the difficulties that we will have to face, because I saw my parents go through it with, with their parents, mm-hmm. of having to go over every single day and take care of them because they're like, oh, I don't need any help, but 
you know, the yeah. they're simply they're or their their children recognize their the difficulties yeah. there. And I know well, like you've even had personal experiences with that. Well, as well, yeah, it's more of like not just what happens when they die, but what happens when they don't prepare prior to yeah. because unfortunately we're gonna live in a world where things can change in the matter of seconds. Yeah. Um, which happened to me. Yeah. It was a six week period of time and none of us were prepared, including my parent. Um, of what happens next yeah. um, and, and and even more so is what happens when there is a property involved and that's where we come in as real estate agents we are not probate attorneys but we do know a little bit in regards to the real estate of like what we need at least in general right. from to allow you to be able to sell a, a, a a house with a parent's name on the title. We've been dealing with that a lot in the recent um, past. Mm-hmm. I think it was just like last two or three months, we've had five or six that have yeah. come across for us that we've had to help people deal with. Okay, well, I have this, this is in this, because there's many ways here in, in Arizona to take title. Um, there's, you know, your community property, and then there's your community property with joints, uh, with rights of survivorship. So both of those are married. One is married where the surviving spouse doesn't get the property immediately. It goes through probate before the spouse can get it. Mm-hmm. Then there is the community property with the rights of survivorship where the married spouse does automatically receive it if they're still alive. Um, once one spouse passes. So it's making sure that you have that right. And then we also have the, the joint tenancy with rights of survivorship that can be multiple people owning a property, um, two or more. They don't have to be spouses. Um, they can, uh, and it can sometimes be three people. And then you have, if they don't all pass away at the same time, then it goes to the next person with a 50-50 or the next two people with a 50-50 and then the next person with 100% and then it goes to their probate when they pass. So there's like a long stream of what happens. Um, and then there's the single, which is a little more simple. You still have probate involved with that. Um, but when they pass away, then it goes through probate, affidavit or adjudication. But in our real estate opinion, the best way to hold your title on your house when you know that that is a potential in the near future is put the property in a trust. Mm -hmm. Get with a lawyer, get with a probate attorney, and get it into a trust. And I know there are some churches out there that will allow you to build your trusts as well through the church for little to no cost as well. So, So, And that's not a cheap, trusts are not a cheap thing, but that essentially it helps with probate because it kind of it gives you that roadmap of this is exactly what i want to happen these are the people i want to take care of things and that actually helps spell it out so that your children when they do have to take over it literally gives them a playbook to go by right so would you want to die with or without a playbook is really the question yeah yeah and and too even we're we're dealing with something right now as a team where the agent on the other side didn't include necessarily the trust, which is an entity in its own right. Mm-hmm. And and the lawyer who helps to sort of organize the trust and and liquidate the assets in this case, liquidating the assets so the the people who are on the tr- within the trust mm-hmm. can access that money. So that's why it's important to have 
someone who understands this stuff helping mm-hmm. you out, you know, not just a lawyer, but having your real estate team, if that asset is decided to be liquidated. Yep. So, Absolutely. Yeah, it, it can be a complicated thing, but, you know, that's why you have professionals and mm-hmm. why it's important to build your team when these sorts of things come up. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and then in, in, and the, the other piece of that puzzle, we talk trusts, yeah. but then there's the other side of it, and that's wills. Yeah. And then you have your intestate versus testate. I.N. Yeah. testate yeah. Um, has does not have a will, and testate does have a will. Yeah. Um, essentially what you're doing is that will is a playbook, but it's not as easy of a playbook to read as a trust is, Yeah. Um, a especially will, for a property. A will 100% has to go through probate. Yes. You know, while, while trusts, uh, everything's kind of spelled out as to what's yeah. happening. And they may still need to go through probate. That's not a, a yeah. be all end all, yeah. but it makes it just slightly easier. And whatever you can do, um, I know as parents, you want to do what is best for your kids. And like, even at my age, knowing that I own a house, I'm thinking about, do I put my house in a trust so that God forbid something were to happen to me? Cause you never know. Right. I want to make sure that it goes where I want it to go and no one's going to, to fight it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They are following my will because that is kind of the point of all of that. The the frustrating thing that I see a lot around this is when families get broken up because of the assets in the in the estate. Mm-hmm. It's it's so frustrating to see, you know, something as I'll, I'll say trivial because I think it is as trivial as money that isn't yours. Yeah. You know, like we, well, I see so many people that, oh, that's, I'm entitled to this money. And I'm like, you know, says who? Like mm-hmm. you didn't build, they didn't necessarily build that wealth for you. So I, I think it's important to, to go into it with like, mm-hmm. it would be nice to obviously have yeah. an extra injection of cash, but don't assume that. I mean, it's, it's yeah. kind of crummy on, on everyone's part to be like, this is mine and I'm going to steal it from my my sibling. Yeah, yeah and, the, and the other piece of it is, is is you obviously want to do what your parent is in their, what they would have done. Like you try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes of like, hey, if I put myself in my parents' shoes, this is what they would have done. And it's so hard to know where someone's mindset is at any given time. That's why when it's written down, it it tells you where they were. It tells you exactly what they want. Um, so so those, are, those are really important things um, if that's not something you've ever thought about um, and you're in that baby boomer generation and you know it's, I mean, death's inevitable, unfortunately, for all of us, but this is what I want so that I don't have to from above or whatever you believe, watch my children fight for no reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know it, it's it's almost adding insult to injury to, especially a beloved one who you know who helped raise you, mm-hmm. um, that they don't want this. You know they don't want a family broken up because of you know a thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's that's my personal <laughs> feelings and thoughts on it. Um, well, it, let's 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 go on to a lighter subject. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. we're through all the the darkness, yeah. and and we've acquired as a millennial this piece of property, this house that let's just say your parent, loved one, whomever, was like, I'm gonna die in this property. This house was my first house ever. 
It's completely paid off. You don't owe a dime on it, but it's going to have 70 years worth of stuff in it. (laughs) What's the next step? Like, oh, gosh, that can be so overwhelming. Like, you know, do I – I got to go through all of this. It's going to be like a four-year-long journey. My my folks have – a basement. They have a 2,700 square foot house, and it's just the two of them. Uh, and they like to collect antiques. What you gonna do with those antiques, <laughs> Joe? I'm not gonna keep them. <laughs> so, like, and that's that's another thing. I think a conversation that should be had while everyone's still around. Like, yeah. hey, I don't want to haul this stuff off for you. Yeah. What do we? What do you want to do with it? You know, how, uh, while you're still here, do you want to sell it or do you want me to sell it and maybe hire an estate company? Hey, I acquired all of my grandparents' glassware, man, and a good chunk of their furniture. I'm not saying I'm not going to take any of it. (laughs) (laughs) I I might have some of it. However, not all of it. But that's where estate sales come in. There's a lot of really great companies out there. There's a couple of of nonprofit ones um, here in town. I think a couple that are based through firefighters Mm. here in town. Um, But essentially, they're there to help you of like, okay, let's let's figure out. Let's go through it all. And was it Joy Kim? Yes, Joy Kim. Kim Joy. Kim Joy was Great British Bake Off, wasn't it? Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, the, yeah. The, the... Hey, everyone. We want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. We are also realtors practicing equal housing. Now let's get you back to the podcast. Oh, Marie Kondo. Yeah, that's so, it. So her. Like, yes. you'll go through these pro- this stuff that was in your parents' house, and you're like, does this bring me joy? Does this bring me a memory? Is this something that I want to pass down to my children? Is this something that maybe I want my children to pass down to their children? Um, Like I have some of that. I have my great aunt's hand knitted quilts. Like, yes, should I get rid of them? Probably 100%. But they mean something. And so like you want to go through and just make sure you're make sure you go through and you keep the things that are important to you my grandfather made that's the reason i have a lot of their furniture he made a lot of their furniture so that is stuff that quality good woodwork it reminds me of my grand grandpa every time i walk into my house so i mean that's the greatest thing ever so go through that stuff pick and choose what you want and these estate sales uh, companies will help you do that you'll put those tags on what is not for sale and they'll go and they will help you sell to others what you don't want to keep without you having to put it all up on Facebook Marketplace and deal with, you know, some of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we know they're out there. We all know they're the out there. The auto-responsive, is this still available? And then you never hear anything yeah. back from them again. Um, and then you make that choice of what you're going to do to the house. So, so what are the options that you could do with a house that you get from a parent or a loved one. Yeah, I mean, I think liquidating the asset is probably the most common one that at least we see on our side, mm-hmm. right? Um, Especially uh, if there's multiple children. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's, and it goes to one. That's a definitely a good point. And I've even had the conversation with my brother-in-law about this because he has uh, both his folks are separated and they have their own real estate. So I said, well, you could you guys could both potentially keep it and use it as an income generating property. So if you don't liquidate it, 
now it becomes a rental and set up. Uh, this is not advice, financial advice. Not at all. I'm not giving you guys financial advice, but I, I kind of suggest to them. I'm like, what if you put it as its own entity, an LLC? You could put that in a, into a trust, even, and have that trust pay you out, both of you out, equally, or into an, a, a joint account that could be for their kids. And if that's something that you really want to look into, get with a tax advisor yes. to tell you how to do it correctly. Exactly. We, Again, we're not tax advisors. No. These are just ideas and thoughts of yep. what we've seen happen with people that we have interacted with that have acquired properties. Yep. Please, please, please do your research on what your next steps are. If you're wanting to sell, talk to a real estate agent. If you're looking to rent, talk to a real estate agent and a tax professional. Yep. Also, if you're looking to sell, also talk to a tax professional, yes. not just a real estate agent, because there are taxes once you sell that house of what the income could be. Yeah, there's capital gains so, tax that you could be paying, uh, especially as that ownership changes hands and gets liquidated. Definitely, if it's beyond the homestead exemption, and you know, you might have to pay a hefty amount of taxes on it. So yeah. keep that in mind. And, and if you don't have to sell it, then you could defer those taxes basically and, yeah. until another time. Yeah. So so definitely. And then so we talked rental. We talked selling it. Talking to a real estate agent if you go to sell it. Yeah. Um. What other options are there? Keep it. Move into yeah. it. Especially if you're a millennial and you don't own your house and you're currently renting at 3000 or something odd dollars a month for a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house and your parents have a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house that is three-quarters of the way paid off, their mortgage, yes, you may still have to acquire it, is going to still be a lot cheaper than your rent most yeah. likely. Yeah. Um, talk to a lender if that's the option and you're needing to take over that. Yep. Um, but... Um, you can move into that house and have something that you can continue to build equity on until you're ready to sell and buy it, move into. Like there are so many options on what to do. And we just, we want to make sure that one, the first and foremost, if you get anything out of this podcast is talk to your parents mm -hmm. about getting everything just set up, get that playbook set up for what happens. God forbid. Yeah. Yeah. There, I think that's a great point. And, um, one that, that I had forgotten, <laughs> like, yeah, move into it. Of course. I mean, especially sidelined millennials who weren't able to buy during the pandemic. Now here's a chance for you to potentially become a homeowner. And if as long as it's not in a 55 and older community, and if you have questions about what are the limitations on that, go to our previous podcast. Yeah. There, there are stipulations with that. You could potentially own if you're not 55 plus there's definitely stipulations. Yeah. Uh, feel free to reach out to us if you want to know those. We probably have a podcast in our uh, bank of podcasts as well around that. Uh, I'll dig through and try to find it and link, link it, it below. Link it below. So, but yeah, be sure to keep an eye out, you know, for for things like mobility issues. Uh, if one of them has passed as well, you know, if their memory's starting to go, uh, and you know, especially if they have to have medication and mm -hmm. and forget to take the medication. I I had that yeah. happen with my grandmother. Um, 
you know, and, and, and nutrition failure, you, they're getting thinner and thinner. Not that's, wanting to eat, yeah, not, not wanting to take care of themselves. Right, right. And and that's not by their own doing. They mm-hmm. just, it's not top of mind for them as, as their brain starts to slow down a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, like keep an eye out for these these types of things. Millennials, I'm talking to you. <laughs> this is your podcast. So... Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a fun topic to approach, and it's a difficult, sometimes difficult mm-hmm. topic if you're not uh, that open with your parents on these sorts mm-hmm. of topics. Uh, but I think it's an important one to have. Yeah. So. Um, so, so again, we want to make sure that you guys as millennials are prepared, and, and if you are not a millennial um, that's watching this and you're any other generation or you are that generation where you're listening to this and you're like, well, what's going to happen? What should I tell my my kid? Yeah. Send this podcast to them. Just share it. Yeah. It's real easy. There's a little share button. It's a little like arrow that goes. Whing! Yeah. I know that. Is, yeah. You guys are listening to this and you have no idea <laughs> the little motion. You can watch us on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you can find us on YouTube as well, of <laughs> course. But yeah, I mean, we have, and, and if you're not in Arizona, we can easily connect you with someone who is an expert on this. They have the fiduciary duty to to help build your team because they have people, they have lawyers, they have CPAs that yeah. they can highly recommend to you. And uh, not only that, the fiduciary duty isn't like, oh, sweet, I'm going to get my commission off of this. It's like I'm here to help you yeah. because that is my duty to you as a professional. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, there tends to be the the used car salesman yeah. um, ickiness that gets associated with that. And there are yeah. unfortunately some out there too. Who- most most real estate agents who are senior specialized yeah. and do this a lot, we are very relationship-based. We yeah. are here to help more than anything in the entire world, we want to build that relationship with you so that you are making the right decision for you and your family. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's such a great point. So if you guys have any questions on this, this is a, a big podcast, a weighty one. Um, hopefully it wasn't too dark and didn't I was, scare I was say, everyone away. Essentially, those, are, uh, those of you who actually follow us know that when Joe and I are talking, they're weightier, yeah. heavier podcasts. They're a little bit longer typically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but we definitely always try to give you good information. For sure. For sure. Well, thank you, Heather. I appreciate your knowledge on this and having the conversation with me. Absolutely. We'll check you out next time All on right. the Nitty Gritty of Podcast Real Estate. Awesome. Nitty, Nitty Gritty of Real Estate Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We'll get it one of these days. <laughs> thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate Podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team of Keller Williams, Southern Arizona. If you are interested in buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, we have 5,000 agents across the country that we can connect you to. If you need any free resources, feel free to check out our website at www.thetjkteam.com. We hope you have a great day.